stories given in this podcast are both true and fiction, and not intended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. where nightmares are made. six or so, the nagging alarm clock went off. Uh, as it just wouldn't be quiet, I couldn't understand as I laid there why I even set the damn thing. Anyways, I sat up and I turned it off, practically throwing it on the ground. Rubbed my eyes and I got up to my feet. It was so dark in the bedroom. Kind of brisk also, I thought to myself. I walked barefooted around the bed, over to Helen, gave her a kiss on the forehead, and then exited the room. As I went downstairs to the kitchen to make coffee, I couldn't help but notice that the light was on in the living room. It was funny, I thought to myself. As I switched the light out, only to walk in the kitchen and switch the light on. I walked over to the pantry, grabbed the coffee and a paper filter. As I was pouring the water into the back of the percolator, I began to think of the night before. I thought about what I thought I saw. All I remember was that it was large and black, and it was moving very swiftly. It was black in color, and I saw it only for like a millisecond. And then it was gone. Crazy, I know, but I tend to think kind of much into things in the morning. So after I poured my cup of coffee, I walked back upstairs and into my office I went. I sat down at my desk and turned on my computer. I observed the boot up screen and all the different things the damn thing does when you turn it on. I opened Word and saw that I had wrote. In short, it read, 
Lonely was I, wandering in the darkness, but now awoke after many years, when a man called me out, I was now going to be able to leave this dreaded forest. This made me wonder, dreaded forest? I thought to myself, I placed my hands over the keyboard and began to tithe. The words were just flowing into the screen. There was a few, though, that seemed to jump out at me right away. Let me be. Here I will stay. This was, of course, an inspiration to continue to write these words that I saw. They just seemed to jump out of the damn screen. After about 3 p.m. or so, I stopped trying and then went downstairs. I stopped trying to type, that is because apparently my hands were moving on their own. <laughs> Helen I and Chloe was on the couch taking a nap, so I poured another cup of coffee and stepped outside. As I was sitting on the bench, swaying, I could hear a voice. I know, a bit cliche to some stories, but let's listen. It was soft and low-toned, but I could make it out as a plea it was a plea for me to stop riding. I stood up and walked towards the road and saw an older man standing across the street. He held out his hand and signaled for me to come over to him. I know, I know I shouldn't have, but something inside just told me to get up and go. As I approached him, the look on his face could only be characterized as down and out. His eyes looked very tired. His clothing was very baggy and torn. He then spoke to me again, only this time it was like with authority or something. A very assertive or harsh tone, he said, that I mustn't write this book. He then said that he knew who I was writing about and that she would only lie to us. I told him that I didn't know what he was talking about and then began to walk away. After this, by the time I reached my front porch, he was gone. Then a certain eeriness began, an uneasy feeling. I brushed it off as best as I could and I began to think about how many days that I had left before I started working and decided to take a couple days off from riding. I walked back over to the bench, the swing, and sat down. I then could hear Chloe in the house laughing. It sounded like she was playing or something, and then she came out to tell me that lunch was ready. Though I wasn't really hungry, I felt the need for some family time. Family time was always the one thing that would give me happiness. And with a day like this, it was mine to claim 